0: Hey, it's Ali, I'm Supido, and we're doing a podcast on serial entrepreneurship. So summer entrepreneurship
1: in three words.
0: Resourcefulness. Okay, well, I like that, I like that, yeah. Dedication. Yeah. And cre- I want to say creativity, but creativity and resourcefulness are almost like two sides of the same coin. I want to say
1: Endurance. Oof. I don't know if I can compete with that. Uh,
0: yeah. Why did they even ask that question? Yeah, give me, give me your three words. What are your three words? Um,
1: you know what? I think being able to be very persistent.
0: Mm-hmm. Persistence is key.
1: Yeah, persistence is key. Um, unknown.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Yeah, you know, because you you know the end goal. Yeah, but you don't know what's going to happen in between, and that's. That's the thing. It's unknown. Uh huh. I like know. that. I like that. And I think, um, I think you gotta have some drives. Drive. You need yeah. it. You need it.
0: That motivation. You know. I don't know if it's two words. One word. Yeah. yeah. I like that. Persistence.
2: Yeah.
0: Unknown, and drive. Yeah. Pud. Yeah. Pud. Pud. Entrepreneurship is pud. Yes. That's amazing.
1: That's smart. Yeah. That's amazing. Now, uh, yeah.
0: So cereal. Yeah. What's a cereal entrepreneur? Then? So, this, so th- this word scares me. This word scares me because I feel it is accomplishable. Okay. I feel like fast forward a couple of years, yeah. I, I've already started a business and I've tried a bunch of ideas. And I think if someone is a serial entrepreneur, someone has been able to successfully start more than one business. Yeah. And the definition of success, I think here, is fairly relative. But if someone else can look at you and say, what you've built... Is a business, then, and you've built another one, and you've built another one, then I think you're you're serial. I've always tried to
1: you know to, to find what is a serial, trying to just figure out what this word means. Um, and for me, I have started a couple of businesses, and I don't class myself as a serial entrepreneur because I think you pointed out a good point there by saying if you've you say you start one business, you become successful, then you move on to the next one.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I think that sounds about right. And I think where I'm at now, that's something I would like to actually figure out, mm-hmm. you know, what it takes to f- finish that first or accomplish that first startup that you work on and have the energy and the drive to shift to the next
2: mm-hmm.
1: or onto the next. Um, and I think, yeah, that's, know, that's something that I would love to learn.
0: Talk, talk to me about your first business. What was that first business? I guess. It was fucking difficult. Things? It was fucking
1: difficult. I mean, as I said earlier, if you listen to one of my, um, you know, how I describe entrepreneur, I'm known it was, it was a I had no idea what I was doing, to be honest with you. Um, what was it? It was in a uh, real estate. Okay. Was your first your very first business very first business. business yeah very first business okay actually it just happened to be that I got bored uh so I graduated from university I mm-hmm. had three months um I was uh you know a residential advisor for for my university mm-hmm. getting paid well can't complain three months graduated thinking about oh do I get a job or you know what do I do with my time mm-hmm. and I applied to uh, one of the incubators, universities and stuff. They have a few incubators, they give you money, etc. So I thought, let me build something that's to do with property, you know, in real estate. What property? I've always, you know, I've always had a um, passion about buying houses and Mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: but I had no money (laughs) to buy it. So I thought, I thought for me it was, that was the easiest way to get, you know, to jump on the property ladder. Owning a company mm-hmm. that sold or, yeah, sold real estate, mm-hmm. that would be the easiest way. That's like, you know, a fast track to owning a lovely mansion mm-hmm. in Kensington.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Got it wrong. Uh, so that was my first business. It was, a, you know, it was a journey, a lot to learn. Mm-hmm. Uh, I spent a lot of money. And uh, a lot of um, yeah, just a lot to learn. Just a lot, a lot to learn. So that was my first business in real estate, selling properties and dealing with um, yeah, with people looking for properties.
0: Nice, nice. Well, and that was right after you graduated. That was right after I graduated. Interesting then. My so my first business was fucked. It was um, we were building websites and social media pages for small businesses. And this was. This was when I was in university. I was in second year university. Fuck. So, so what happened that was... That is real
1: entrepreneurship there. That is real entrepreneurship.
0: So we, so we were in second year university and we were supposed to get into like a really prestigious program in third year university. And everyone in second year university was looking at trying to get a really good job with like a big company. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go and do this entrepreneurship thing because it seems pretty cool. And... Uh, yeah, we, we like went, we put a little portfolio together, printed out like these nice color pages of like websites and Twitter accounts and Facebook accounts. We went to all these small businesses. Like yeah. I'm talking mom and pop shops, you know, people that sell fashion down the street, people that sell like uh, food and stuff, like all these random companies. And we like knocked on their door and we we're like, hey, my name is Ali. My name is Samir. I we're trying to build this like business. Can you be our first customer?" And we were charging like dirt cheap prices, right? And we had like one other friend who could build the website, one other friend who could do like social media. Like we were like, we were just like hustling, right? Everyone turned us down besides this one Caribbean chicken place. Oh, nice. We we must have knocked on like a hundred doors. This Caribbean chicken place was like, the menu was broken. The food was like not great. And like, but they just wanted help, like any kind of help that they could get. So we're like, yeah, we'll build you a social media page. We'll make your Facebook page. We'll like have a Twitter account for you. We'll be active on it all the time. Instagram, whatever you need, right? We were like, we were like there. We were like, we'll do this for you. It's value. Yeah. And that and that was the summer actually that Instagram started blowing up. No so way. we were so we were like, yo, we we're gonna jump on Instagram. We we're gonna like make this thing yeah, happen. Yeah. And we worked with the guy for like three weeks, and by the third week he stopped picking up our calls. Shit. And that's when we had like we designed his menu, we designed like we had made like graphic cards and stuff for him. And at that three-week mark, we're like, what the hell happened? So we went to visit him at his store, and the store had shut down. It oh, went bankrupt. Wow. So, yeah.
1: you, so you guys got the store shut down? Or... <laughs> no, I don't know if we
0: got the store shut down. Yeah. All, all, all I know is that we worked for the, this yeah. guy for three weeks, as hard as we could. And I, at the end of it, he just, like, ditched us. And we were like, yo, we spent our entire summer doing absolutely nothing. You but,
1: know, I, I wouldn't say absolutely nothing. I mean, I, I was going to ask you, I mean, what was one thing... That you learn throughout that process.
0: I learned. I learned about the grind, man. Yeah. I learned.
1: I learned. Yeah, ex- yeah. Expand more on it. I mean, the, the grind. We keep mentioning grind. Yeah. But I mean, can you expand on it?
0: I mean, what is grind? So, so let me answer you about what are what you grinding.
1: grinding?
0: <laughs> you know, what is grind? So, the, so the year before I did this, yeah. I worked as an auditor for a private equity fund. Okay, so this, the, the equity fund would send me to different locations and yeah. I would have to like look at their finances. Yeah. And I was like, I was 18 years old, right? I was the youngest person on this team. Everyone else was like 23, 24. Yeah. They had just graduated like business school. And somehow, because my dad knew somebody, I was able to get hired into this job, okay? And I my whole dream at that point was to become an accountant. So I was auditing. I was like working for this like top tier firm. So was
1: that family driven or was it? no is that what you wanted to do or uh, both my
0: parents are Ah, accounts so i kind of was family driven let's say yeah yeah Yeah. so 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 i did that and i noticed the process i noticed like you have to fill out all these pieces of paper there's all this like red tape everywhere and i was like man this does not like if when people talk about grind if this is what the grind is then this sucks so the next year when i started this business and knocked on all these doors that felt like real grind. That, that to me felt like I'm shoveling, you know, I'm like, I'm digging dirt, but I'm hoping to find some like buried treasure. Unknown. Exactly. Yeah. Whereas like the other job, you're not. You're destined, you know, um,
1: once you get in it, you kind of have a sequence that you, or, you know, yeah, a sequence, right? Mm-hmm. You follow through every day. Yeah. You come in, you do your auditing stuff.
0: Yeah, you have a little checklist, yeah. and you're like, "Have I done my checklist for today?"
1: And then, you go back, come in, yeah, and you do the stuff again,
0: yeah. All right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's and it's so boring, and like you have to deal with so many people who love process. And this, I think, I think this is actually the thing I hate most about jobs, is you work with really smart people that have just been ingrained into the process. They they love red tape. They love like being able to say, we can't do this today because of all these other factors that are out of our control. So we're just not going to do it. And they just, and they just give up. Like they just, they don't work as hard anymore. They don't think as much. They just like, it blows my mind, man. I'm telling you there, there are smart people and corporations doing absolutely nothing with their lives because that's just what the corporation did to them. It's nothing of their fault. It's just the system that they played in. And that is what bothers me the most about entrepreneurship because if you're an entrepreneur, you're breaking free of those shackles and it's just, it's so hard to do that. And when you ask me what the grind is, the grind is to build those processes from scratch. It's finding the customer, convincing the customer, understanding the customer. And then once you have a business because you've got enough customers, then you start building the process behind that. And then you shackle other people into that process and you create something amazing wonderful
1: yeah and then you decide to oh, no no i get it i get that i think that's a good way to put grind i mean
0: yeah i mean what do you think grind is you've, you've been grinding you are the hardest grinder i know i mean it, it depends how you. There, want there, to. there should be coffee named after you <laughs> because it's so well grinded
1: is that a word that's well grinded a British accent, I presume, right? Blinded. Yeah, as you've put it, uh, you you work so hard on something. I know it's cliche, work so hard on something. Um, but really, it's 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 as simple as this, right? You have something, and you your focus is to really try to prove to people or prove to anybody around you that this. My way of thinking. This strategy is better than what we currently
0: have,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and you do whatever it takes.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So, the question—the real question that I have—is why should someone listen to you talking on this podcast? Like, who—who who are you? Oh, um, in honesty, it's a good question. It's a very good question. I only ask good questions. <laughs>
1: I know you do. In um, honesty, the, the, the thing is, my background is I started a business. Um, I've got experience, you know, in, I would say, started from ground up. Started from the bottom. Okay, from the bottom. Sorry, ground up. That's not right, is it? S-
0: started from the bottom. Now you're now here. Now you're here. here. Now yep. here
1: yeah. Very good. Um, and being able to actually grind, is that a good word we can use? Well, yeah. We can use it, right. We've used it, yeah. and um I've also had a lot of experience in terms of actually building teams and getting it to a point where you feel like you've got the that great idea and then once it's out there, it just goes downhill. And I guess people class that as failure. For me, it was always hard to accept that, and that's why I felt like I had to jump onto the next idea some would say but having that experience I've learned a lot mm-hmm. and I've also got a lot of experience i you know working for corporate companies and I feel like I I have that exposure from not only doing something that I love doing working for myself and working with people but also being able to be surrounded by an established corporate company or companies that, you know, that you can also learn from, you know, learn a lot from, Mm -hmm. you know, processes and, you know, and so forth. So I feel that I can, you know, I can add a lot of value in terms of my experience, but actually I want to learn, I want to learn uh, from, from our guests that we'll have, because Mm -hmm. It's, it's a tough gig, you know, running a business and being able to shift to the next one. It's, it's very difficult. It's very tough. How do you keep them, you know, mental? How do you have a good mental mind frame? Mm-hmm.
0: So, so yeah,
2: I
1: think
0: yeah. that would sum it up. No. Do you want to talk about the business that you're working on now and the last business that you worked on?
1: Um, the business I'm working on now, you know, few things I've learned. What is it? What does it do? So the current business, uh, it's about co-working. So, mm-hmm. you know, utilizing um, spaces that are not being utilized or spaces that are left empty throughout the day. Mm-hmm. So it could be a restaurant, could be a pub, um, could be a bar, or could just be a local library. And one thing I've learned throughout my journey Uh, or, you know, my five, six years journey in business is you need to have fun. You know, we're we're always, you know, when when you're working alone most of the time, it's a lonely place when you're making the strategies, when you're figuring out how to build a team, you get caught up. You get caught up in the process. And one thing that you should never forget is, you know, you you need to have, you need to enjoy what you're doing. If you don't enjoy it, it gets to a point where you realize – is this really something I really want to do? And I think there's a difference there, you know, we'll go back to grinding, grinding, and going through this process is so different, because if you're grinding, and you know that you're, you're about to achieve something great, then hell yeah, do it. But if you're if you feel like you're grinding, but not, but you're not getting anywhere, and you're not, you're just not enjoying yourself. And you hear people saying, man, you know, you're always doing X, Y, Z. you you're never hear. You're here, but you never hear. And you kind of, you have to think, step back and really think, look, am I building something that I really enjoy? Mm-hmm. Or am I building something for the sake of just building something? So I feel like I've gone through that. And with this new business, I want to enjoy it and have fun. You know, we worry about too many things that we don't need to worry about. For example, how do I sign up that, client. Oh, I need to sign up as a client. I have to do it. But sometimes it's so simple. Mm -hmm. You don't have to think too much. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: If you believe you can get a certain client,
2: Mm -hmm.
1: you can do it. And that's what I've learned, you can do it. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: You have the power to do whatever you want to do. But I think we we get caught up in a process. Mm -hmm. Very inspirational. And yeah, So that's something really, that's something I've learned. And that's why this new business, I'm really excited about it because I'm actually starting to have fun with something that, you know, feels so simple. Mm -hmm. Oh, God, yeah, it's hard. Oh, yeah, it's hard. But it feels simple because I'm enjoying, I'm accepting, I know what I'm getting myself into. Mm -hmm. The other businesses, I feel like, oh, I felt like I really didn't really know what I was getting myself into. It was just something that I wished that I could Accomplish mm-hmm. and do. I had mm-hmm. no reason why I wanted to do it, mm-hmm. but this I feel like, wow, okay, have fun. So yeah, gotcha. What about you, man? Good cool question. It's a very good question.
0: Yeah. Um, what was the question?
1: You're <laughs> good. <laughs> you're good. No. You're good. No, um, no. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, I, I, well, yeah. Go on. So, so I, I guess, I guess for me. My so my my background is I. I always saw entrepreneurship from afar. I always I always saw creation or value creation from afar, right? So, I I want to say it all started with like my parents. My parents immigrated to Canada. I mean, first we immigrated from Pakistan to Central Africa, and then we immigrated from Central Africa to Canada. And in the process of all this immigration, I started to like see my my parents struggle. I saw my dad struggle. I saw my mom struggle, and I just we lived in such terrible conditions and we had to, to go through so much crap that like it just made me feel like if i can do this at such a young age if i can get used to moving every year if i can get used to new friends every year then i can get used to anything i can do anything and i started to to take on different jobs i mean, I, I worked at a bank for 2 years um i've worked at different tech companies for some time and like it started to make me realize that I don't want to get stuck in fulfilling other people's dreams. I don't want to work super hard just so that not so much that somebody else can succeed, but just, just that, like, I'm, if I can give it my all, I will never get the reward for giving it my all. If I'm working with somebody else, I have to work for myself. I think that's kind of what drives me. And so, so I started a business, um, I started a number of different projects. Like I've I've tried to build apps for people, I've tried to build web pages. I've gone in um I was I was trying to sell uh battery packs to concert halls oh, wow. when people's phones die. Yeah. Um Man, you've grinded, man. <laughs> I um yeah, man. Uh we, we we built like a a a yellow pages directory for like a Bangladeshi startup. Like we just like we did like I've done like so much random crap. And and honestly, at the end of it, it, it's just been because I wanted to get to somewhere. And the biggest success I'd say I've had is creating like a food delivery company, essentially letting people cook at home and us being the provider to sell their food. We call that company meal surfers and ran meal surfers for about a year and a half before selling it to one of our competitors. And during that process of just convincing people that what I had was a good idea and telling them what was going on, it just felt great. I had a hundred percent ownership. I knew what I was doing. I, I just woke up in the morning feeling like, yeah, this is going to be great. And like, don't get me wrong. The grind was tough. Like waking up in the morning and realizing like, shit, what am I going to do today? Am I going to try to sell more? Am I going to try to like look at my user analytics? Am I going to try to talk to my CTO and try to figure out the roadmap? Like what am I going to be doing with my time? Right. And that was, that was always tough. That was a daily struggle that I had to deal with. But, being so passionate about the, about the position was a lot of fun. I think you're right about visualizing your success. I think you have to see what you are going to be. And the truth is, if you end up working for a corporation, the people you see are most likely your bosses and maybe their bosses. And that is a very, scary picture because i think i think this is where it starts right so, so so my my dad immigrated from pakistan to africa he lived in uganda and congo for like four years yeah. and then he immigrated again to canada and we would immigrate with him but he would always go first figure out where to live figure out the job and then bring us over and in the process of doing that i moved every year and then he finally came to Canada, worked really really hard, got a really good degree and and now is working. And I see that he's grinding every day to this day for this job. And by no stretch of, of definition is my dad an entrepreneur. But to immigrate to three different countries in a lifespan and to make sure that your family is healthy and happy throughout that process and to constantly see growth in that family and in your life, I think that's entrepreneurship. And so when I see that, and I see the end result of that is he's still working. He's still grinding. He still has a boss. He still has like shareholders to report to it just makes me feel like this cannot be what life is like. Right? So when I graduated, I worked for a bank for two years. My boss was under constant stress. His boss is under constant stress nobody at the bank seemed like they were loving what they were doing they just loved the money that they were making and a few wins here and there would inspire them to keep going forward and i think the bank summarized for me what work is going to be like it's going to be you grinding for somebody else you taking on a lot of stress you going through arbitrary deadlines you getting stuck in crappy processes that somebody else has developed because somebody else needs to measure your success based on those processes And you hopefully one day do something throughout that entire year of work that you will say, yes, this was awesome. And that to me is not worth it. That to me is a waste of human capital. And I think the only way, and it's a little bit sad, but I think the only way to exploit human capital, to exploit the best abilities in you is to build something for yourself. And the reason that I want to do this podcast The reason that I really like this idea is because I don't know what my next step is. I started a business. It's a food delivery company called Meal Surfers. We ran for about a year and a half, and I sold the business. I did what everyone would say in the checkbook of entrepreneurship is what, what should be done. Building, hiring, finding customers, selling. But I feel like that's not enough. I feel like I didn't do it enough the first time. I feel like I have to go at it the second, third, fourth time. But I don't know how. And instead of going and having coffee with different entrepreneurs and trying to understand their perspective, I want to get on the phone with them and I want to record their conversations. And I want people to learn from those conversations because I want these conversations to be real. I want people to understand the pain that I'm going through. And that that pain in summary is... I just don't know what to do next. I just don't know how to what step to take as my next step. Wow. And these entrepreneurs do because they've done it. Or maybe they don't and they can give me advice on how to find my own answer. But I got to get an answer and I got to do it. Because if I don't do it, then I'll waste the talent and capital that I have. That, that I've been gratefully given. Wow. That is Awesome. Question for you. Last question. Heavy.
1: What excites you? Well, well, let me rephrase it. No, I I know what excites me, but, but go on, go on. If
0: you want to rephrase it. Yeah.
1: What, What excites you? What, what, what motivates you? What, when do you feel that you are at the top? You are, you know, yeah, you are at the top. You are the king. King of the mountain. When yeah. do you feel? Weird? What? Yeah, yeah.
0: There's, there's two answers to that question. The first answer is I feel at the top of the mountain when I'm around good friends and family. When I when I hang out with you, when we spend a good dinner at Cheeky Nando's and we talk about stuff, best time ever. When we laugh, best time ever. When the other the other answer is when I feel like I am the the thought leader in a space. When you come to me for advice or when somebody says, hey, how do I build this app? Or somebody says, what is AI or what is blockchain? And I can answer them and I can give them value. That's when I feel comfortable. Wow. And, and then can I, can I share one more story? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, this is the story that made me realize why entrepreneurship is so important. So we were working on this food delivery business for like, I think it was like eight months or something. And we found this, this lady who started to sell through our platform and we had just gone from selling individual meals to catering and catering meant that we would make a lot of money because our margins were higher and the people that are cooking as the caterers would make a lot of money because they were selling a lot more food and this lady was our first caterer and she catered like this Mexican meal for us and it was great it was like a lot of amazing food and I was a delivery boy because we couldn't afford delivery people. So I went to her house, picked up the food, gave her all the food packaging, put it into my car. And on the way out of her house, she stopped me and she's like, here's like a small meal for you and like the four employees that you have. They were employees, but they were all like, they weren't being paid. They were just like working. Right. And, um, and then she started crying and I was like, why are you crying? And she said, you are the reason I'm paying my rent this month. Oh. and and if you think about that for a second like you know this this was just like a fun business this was just like a, i'm just gonna do this and 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 we did it and she was impacted by it and when i drove to deliver food i was like i was gonna cry yeah because i realized that i you know i spent my whole life working for a bunch of people I never did anything that I thought could be impactful and then I spent eight months doing this one thing and you know we dude we we had a like a landing page that was made out of a google excel sheet and we sold and we sold like 400 bucks worth of food from that google page and she started crying like I just like I changed the life fun. from like something so small
1: fun you know when you it, it, that, that's it when you have fun and you enjoy the process yeah yeah when you, I think for me you know, I think it's similar to you, really. I, I live by the words of, you don't know what you don't know. And by that, you know, it's pretty simple. I feel like I'm at the top, or I feel what excites me is when I can add value to somebody. You know, um, be it if, it, if it's like a business process, for example. If I'm able to, something as little as, how do you find... A better way to recruit somebody I've been through I've been having been being through that process and being able to offer my services and being you know and actually someone taking my advice seriously mm-hmm. that for me
0: means a lot is that what makes you feel like king of the mountain I think that's it does
1: because you know it's like again if, if you're in a process and you feel like what you're putting in because end of the day, it's about passion, it's about drive, it's about really enjoying the process. And if you find and meet people, that will push you, but also learn from you. And also, they will try to help you in
0: many ways, like you do yourself. So I guess that's it then. I guess that's why we're doing this. That's why we're doing it, really. All right. So we're going to get a ton of amazing guests. We're going to get a lot of different serial entrepreneurs. Yeah, let's talk about that. Yeah. And we're going to ask them whatever questions feel right. I don't think there should be a script. I think it should just be us two chatting as if we're having dinner with them and just ask whatever feels right. I think um,
1: you're right. And I think there are a lot of people out there that can relate to our stories. And uh, I hope we can, you know, do something platform
0: yeah i hope we can find answers that we're looking for
1: hopefully cool let's see how it goes man let's do
2: it let's do it